Hey everybody, welcome to King Legend Talks. On this episode, we got NFL running back Boston Scott coming to the show, and he's going to definitely share with us some important life values that he has with his faith and how it is to be in the NFL in today's world with the coronavirus is going crazy. Please go ahead and make sure you follow us on Spotify right here, and also follow me on Instagram at KingLegend757. It's your boy Boston Scott, y'all. Let's get it started. Hey, how you doing today, Boston Scott? What up, what up, what up? Welcome to the show, man. I appreciate you for coming through, man. Appreciate it, dog. Appreciate so, it's it's been three years, man. You've been in the NFL for three whole years. How does it feel? Man, it feels good, man. It's it's been it's been a crazy journey, man. Cause uh, I've been with the Saints first, that's who drafted me, and then now I'm here in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, it's definitely been ups and downs. There's been pros and cons, man. But it's it's really been a blessing to be, you know, in the NFL, man. It's a dream come true. It's good to see you still in good spirits, man, in spite of everything that's going on in the world right now. How is um coronavirus? Um, AKA COVID nineteen, uh, change the flow of the NFL. Yeah, man, it's it's different, man. Uh, you know what the virus is, man. There's a lot of unknowns, and so uh, with that unknown, there's a lot of fears around it. You know what I'm saying? So if you see guys opting out and things like that, you know you can definitely understand uh, if they're surrounded by people who are high risk. You know what I'm saying? But you know, it's different, man. Uh, usually back in the off season, uh, we have OTAs, uh, there's rookie mini camp, but there are none of those things in place. So it's, it's, it's just different, man, but we've had to adapt. And, um, you know, personally, uh, I've had things that I've had to go through, um, because things have been shut down, you know, so you yeah. had access to, to different things. And, um, you know, I've had I've had to adjust to that, but you know, now we're here uh, in Philadelphia, and the Eagles organization has done a great job with, you know, making sure that we're taken care of, putting all the protocols in place so that we can stay safe. That's good to know, man, because I think safety is always key, and no matter what you're doing, what field you're in, you guys got to be safe out there. Um, one of the precautions I, I'm hearing they're talking about is actually not having fans for the opening game, um, actually on the field with you guys. I, I just want to know what kind of mindset uh, would that be for you players out there on the field, um, not having the actual fans there and support there in the field during the game. Do you think that would change how you guys feel or, you know, the momentum? How does that feel for you? Yeah, I think it would be different, you know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, the fans, the city of Philadelphia embraces the football team. You know, pretty much everybody lives and breathes Eagles football. And so – yeah. It's going to be different not having them in the stands. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, we're, we're there to do our job. And, um, you know, the, the guys that love it, you know, will find a way uh, to, you know, channel that inner fire and do what they got to do in order to, you know, produce on the field. You know what I'm saying? Uh, for me personally, you know, I love to compete. So, yeah, I love having the fans there. The environment and the link is electric. You know, I love everything about it. You know, but yeah. day, you know, I also love playing football. I also love, you know, competing against the best of the best. And so getting the opportunity to do that week in and week out is something, you know, something to be excited about. That's wonderful, man. So that brings me to my next question. What inspired you to play football? Like, where did our love for the sport come from? Yeah, man. So uh, my 
my dad, who had a stroke back in 2018, uh, he, he played football uh, growing up. Uh, he was a running back. My brother also played. My older brother, uh, he played running back and uh, also receiver. Uh, and the furthest that they made, my dad made it to college. He went to Lamar University in uh, Beaumont, Texas. Um, and my, my brother, he uh, just ended up playing through high school. But, you know, seeing them play, seeing them do what they did, you know, I wanted to be a running back too. So uh, it actually, I actually didn't become a running back until like ninth grade year. But that's that's always what I've wanted to play. Oh, wow, man. So – I'm quite sure it was everyone's big dream in the family to be in the NFL. So how did it feel when you finally got that information that you were officially a, a member of the NFL football? Like, how did that feel? It was, man, it was really a blessing, man. It was, it was, uh, it was overwhelming, man, because uh, I remember in college, you know, I had my pro day. I didn't get invited to the combine. You know, I was a walk-on in college, and I remember talking to my strength conditioning coach just saying, like, you know, uh, whatever opportunity you get, whether that's as a free agent or a tryout, just make make the most of it. And so whenever I got drafted in the sixth round, I mean, I, it was my birthday weekend. You know, I was spending some time with some friends and family. And right when we left from, like, my birthday lunch for that day, uh, I ended up getting a call. And so, yeah, it, it, I mean, it was a lot of emotions at one time, but I knew also that, you know, it was time to get to work. How about that? That's a stupid question. Did you cry? <laughs> when you got that call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I, I didn't, bro. I mean, I, I guess I was just, I was just shocked. You know what I'm, you know what I mean? Because I, I had so I had just programmed my mind to just to be like, man, make the most of your opportunity, make the most of your opportunity. You know what I'm saying? So whenever I heard like six round, I was just like, whoa. So you know, it was, it, it was cool, man. It was cool, definitely. Man, I see that you, you be working hard, man. Like in the gym, just your whole lifestyle. Um, it's a lot of hard work and sweat put into the background that people might not see in front of the cameras all the time. Can you kind of explain to us um, how is it putting in that hard work in the gym when the cameras is not real? I train with Ryan Clark and, and BR, uh, Baton Rouge, uh, Traction Sports Performance. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, he, he definitely uh, did, did his thing, man. He, he prepared me for this season. You know, got a lot of work in on the field, in the weight room, and then I was able to also work on things that I needed to work on as far as my craft, you know, from last year that I needed to build on. So, you know, it's a lot of time and dedication, man. And, and with, with the unknowns, like I said, of the, of the virus, of the pandemic, you know, not knowing if there's going to be a season, not knowing what's going to happen, if, if things are going to shut down, um, you know, you, you really find out if – you know, you're really self-motivated, you know. Yeah. I doubt if you got that fire in your heart, you know. Uh, and that's that's something that I'll continue to do, man. I just continue to push and continue to work. So you've actually um, been able to experience being traded from one team going to another team. For any rookies out there or just uh, anyone new to the game, what is it like meeting new team members? Like, you done played them pretty much every level of football. So as of right now, what is it like when you have to introduce yourself to the players and get to know people on the team? Yeah, man, it's been a blessing, honestly, man, because, you know, that locker room in New Orleans, whenever I was there back in uh, 2018, it was great locker room, great leaders. You know, whenever I got there, I was embraced immediately. And then the same thing with Philadelphia. Whenever they uh, called me up uh, later on in the season, same thing with the locker room, man, just uh, the leadership, you know, Doug P, all the organization, the administration, everybody just welcomed me in with open arms. But, you know, at the end of the day, you know, people are always going to be watching how hard you work.
you know, yeah. that's something that, you know, I've taken pride in since really high school, college, man. Doing the things the right way, practicing pro habits early, you know what I'm saying? So whenever you're in that situation, you know, it's just second nature. It's just what you do. So, you know, I I would hope, you know, there's still plenty that, you know, I have to prove, you know, to myself and then also to my teammates and those who believe in me. But, you know, I'm just carrying myself in a way, you know, that, yeah, yeah. I got you, man. I got you. So a lot of people might not know this about you, man, but you can dance. You got, you got some moves over there. You know, they see, they, I see where the elusiveness come from when you're on the field because, you know, I, I can try to do a little something, but you really be moving, man. So is that a passion of yours on the side? You like to dance? Well, man, my, my parents, man, growing up, um, you know, they always taught me to, um, you know, learn as much as you can. You know what I'm saying? I know that there's with sports culture, there's this, there's the stereotypes, there's the stigmas and, you know, sports players are only supposed to do a certain thing, man. But, you know, my mom and my dad, you know, before they, before they separated, uh, you know, they made it a point to just do, do whatever, do whatever you're passionate about, explore as many options as you can, because you never know how it might benefit you in the future. You know what I'm saying? And so I just did my best to learn whatever I could, uh, pick up instruments, you know, sing, dance, all that. All, I mean, Whatever you know, what I'm saying just I'm just always looking uh, and trying to learn new things. I got you. So uh, as of right now, what motivates you to progress and grow as an individual? Like when you wake up in the morning, what's that motivation? Because everyone has it, that hunger. Yeah, man. It's first of all, it's my faith, man. Um, God, my faith is in Jesus Christ, man, and. and you know, he's given me the ability, he's given me the work ethic, uh, and he's put me in a position, you know, to change my life, change my family's life, and uh, to spread his good news, man. So that's that's the first and most important thing to me. And then also, like I said, you know, I'm in a position now to, to change the life of myself and my family, you know what I'm saying? And I, I want to break the curse of, you know, generation a generational curse you know what i'm saying I, I want my kids and their kids and their kids to have access to resources that i didn't have uh growing up you know what i'm saying and so you know that there's a those are those are a couple of the things that really that really drive me to do what i do i got you man that makes a lot of sense i can't stress to people how important faith is and um people's success you know at the end of the day you got to believe in something bro and um, keep that motivation to keep grinding and help other people. And, you know, that's why that's why this platform right here is so big because I want to be able to help people feel inspired. You know, I want to talk to people that can show you that, hey, you can do it. And you're definitely a testimony to that, you know, being able to accomplish your goals and your dreams. Um, speaking of goals, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Still in the league. <laughs> Still in the league. Trying to be in the league, man, as long as I can. My goal, uh, I, I want to stay in the league as long as I can, man. You know, some of the guys that I look up to, Darren Sproles was able to be in the league for 15 years. And uh, I, I think to myself, why can't I? You know what I'm saying? So uh, five years from now, hopefully, you know, I'm, I'm still in the league. But also, you know, I hope to be able to uh, see some opportunities uh, in the business world. You know what I'm saying? And just expand my reach, you know, and just continue to expand my reach. I got you. Um, so I wanna get down on a more personal level real quick. Um, what's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you? 
The most embarrassing thing, man. Uh, I don't know, man. All right, so, all right, I guess, yeah. So, in middle school, man, uh, I wanted to try out, I wanted to try out braids. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, it, it didn't go too well, man. It didn't go too well for me, man. But, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> what happened to her? You didn't let her grow all the way out. What happened? Nah, man. You know, you know when it's early in the process. You know, what I'm saying they're pretty small. You know, what I'm saying yeah, it ain't small. So you know, it, it wasn't the best look, dog. But you know, they you tried it, though. You fired me up. <laughs> My uh, fired me up for a little bit, man. So yeah, oh, oh yeah, man. You tried it. You gave it a shot. You know, that's the. That's that um, pain. Like, you got to go through that struggle trying to grow those braids before they actually look good. <laughs> if you can't make it through that first trial, you ain't going to make it to the next part. Process, man. It's a process. Gotcha. So, um, what are your top three priorities? If you had to go ahead and put it out there and rank it up from one to three. Yeah. So, I would say number one is faith. Number two is vision. And then number three is, like, family and circle. You know, I think those three, those three things are the most important. Yeah, that's definitely true. How important it, how important is it to you to have other people around you that are uh, motivated individuals or people that's working on a goal? It's, it's been a blessing, man. I, I have some, I have some great friends in my life, man, and um, you know, they they definitely hold me accountable. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're they're successful. You know what I mean? And I think that that motivates me intrinsically but also i know that they have my best interests at heart you know uh they continue to like i said hold me accountable in my faith hold me accountable with just continue to push to be the best that i can be you know what i'm saying i think that it's important to you know look at who's around you because whether you think so or not you know you become a product of your environment right you know what i'm saying so absolutely you, you know i'm not saying you know isolate yourself or you know treat people a certain way but you know, it's all about having the right people in your circle that are like-minded individuals and that are, you know, consistently striving towards whatever their goals are. And that's that's the people that are around me. Got you. And um, just one more question I have for you. I'm going to let you go because I know you're a busy guy and you're probably tired as I don't know what from all the work you put in this week. So um, any advice if you if you could – talk to a rookie and not a rookie let's say you could talk to a senior in college and they about to make that transition to the league anything that you wish somebody would have told you that you can now tell them now hmm. I, I mean for me for me personally man it's just been you know you alluded to it earlier you know what i'm saying just having that belief in something but man you got to have a foundation man because in this world of pro sports you know, sports culture, you know, there's a lot of ups and downs. And it's all about what have you done for me lately? You know what I'm saying? I felt like I had the most peace about the whole draft situation, you know, not going to the combine because I knew at the end of the day, no matter if I became, went on to become, you know, one of the best running backs in the league or didn't go to the NFL at all, you know what I'm saying? God's perspective of me never changes. You know what I'm That's saying? powerful. God. It, it never changes. You know what I'm saying? There's so many inconsistencies in life. You know, you can work as hard as you want to, but at the end of the day, there's no guarantee that you're ever going to accomplish the things that you set out to accomplish. You know what I'm saying? And so for me, you know, I, I don't want to put that, you know, I, I, have, I believe in myself, you know what I'm saying? I'm confident in my abilities, 
but at the end of the day, I know that nothing is guaranteed, you know, but I do know what, what Jesus promises us, you know, and that's eternal life if we place our faith in him, you know, and so I know that no matter what, and that's just how I carry myself. And then there's going to be times where you struggle here and there. That doesn't mean I'm perfect. That doesn't mean, you know, that I'm righteous or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? You, your boy still gets it wrong. You still, your boy still has a lot to learn. But at the end of the day, I know that regardless of what the world tells me, regardless of what society tells me, regardless of what the media tells me, you know, God's perspective of me, God's love for me is never going to change. That's the same way he feels about every single individual that roams this earth, man. So, man, man that's deep. That's, y'all, y'all listening in right now, I don't know if you're on Spotify, you're on Instagram, but listen, those words he just said has so much value in them because they make so much sense and they mean a whole lot, man. So, I ain't going to take up too much of your time. I just want to thank you for coming through King Legend Talks, Boston Sky. Um, we really do appreciate you, and I wish you the best, the absolute best this year and next year and the years to come, okay? Appreciate you, dog. Appreciate no you. No problem. All right. All right, dog. All right, y'all. Thank y'all for tuning in to King Legend Talks. That was your boy, Boston Scott. Make sure you guys follow the the podcast on Spotify at King Legend Talks. Also, follow your boy right here on Instagram. We'll be doing this. Main thing about this podcast, y'all, we're just trying to help other people grow and, um, you know, learn from each other. Because no matter where you at in life, there's a lesson that can always be learned. Nobody is too smart. Nobody is stupid. You have to learn from each other. And a wise man once told me, a smart man learns from himself, but a wise man learns from the mistakes of others. So at the end of the day, man, let's all learn from each other and let's build something positive, man. We can all change the world, even if it's just one person at a time. So um, without further ado, y'all take it easy. Thank you for tuning in to King Legend Talks, and I'm out of here. Remember to follow me live on Instagram at KingLegend757. Turn on those post notifications so you don't miss a beat.